Hi guys, I'm Giuseppe Santamaria, the photographer behind Men in This Town and editor of Mitt Magazine. I want to welcome you to a new episode of Portrait Session, in partnership with Armani Exchange Connected. This podcast takes a closer look at who the men on the street are by bringing them into the studio for a portrait and having a chat about their particular approach to the many facets of life. In this final episode of the season, I connected with a friend of men in this town, Amy Tong. As a regular writer in Mitt Magazine since issue 5, Amy has been bringing the stories of men from Australia and around the world to life with her wonderful writing and insightful interviews. We sit down and reflect on some of her favorite features in the magazine so far, her recent time living in Japan, and we give you a little taste of a new project we're working on together. Head over to meninthistown.com to view selects from our portrait session, and in the meantime, I hope you enjoy the conversation that took place. Um, it was about smoking gun bagels, a bagel shop ah, in yeah, Sydney. Right, yeah, right. yeah. yeah, yeah, that was issue five. Yeah, yeah, that was a really long time ago. God, it's funny how time does pass, and just it, like you're, when you're in the middle of it all, you don't realize it, and it's like, geez, it's already been three years. Amazing. Yeah. So, um, so you are in school right now, or you just finished school? What are um, you studying? I don't really know what I'm doing, so <laughs> I, fi- I finished my last semester in Japan, um, and but I haven't really like actually graduated yet, so I'm kind of in this like weird limbo period where I'm I've finished school, but I haven't like exactly finished school. Yeah, yeah. and what did you actually study? Uh, so I studied journalism, and when I was in Japan, I was studying liberal arts. So I was studying cultural anthropology and Japanese government and politics. What yeah. made you actually want to go to Japan and actually like take a semester there? Um, I think because I've always sort of really been interested in Japan. It's such a great place to go on holiday to, but I've always wanted to sort of live there and really experience it for myself. Um, and yeah, I just decided to take a semester abroad in Japan, in Tokyo, and it was probably the best six months of my life. Really? Yeah. Amazing. I think it's... I mean, I've always said I kind of want to do a year in Japan just to kind of really observe the culture and live there and mm. take as many photos as possible. Definitely. Did it completely live up to your expectations? Because I know that from people I speak to, people have mixed reactions, especially the longer that they're there, they get different impressions of things. Yeah, it didn't really live up to my expectations, but I'm glad I experienced it. Um, but yeah, definitely like a lot of, I feel very mixed about it. Um, yeah, like I love Japan, but I also hate it. And <laughs> I don't know, there's a lot of things I'm feeling about towards Japan. So. Which you're going to write in a future issue, yes, I'm sure. So. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> what, what was kind of one of the good highlights about Japan that you, um, you enjoyed? I think 
just being in the center of it all, it, living in Tokyo, everyone is just so creative and being fully immersed in, in an environment like that is really wonderful. Mm. Um, so I would say that's the best thing. Also public transport and like not having to wait more than five minutes for oh, a train is amazing. It's very easy and yeah. like once you get it all, you know how to yeah, kind of exactly. use the system. Um, and then now I've come back to Sydney and I have to wait 15 oh. minutes for a train and I'm just oh like, and for like a small tiny line yeah. <laughs> to it all it is intense i i find it it's almost because there's more people around and it's just it's so much more intense yeah it's simpler than mm. a lot of other cities once you get the yeah. hang of it i think i think so it just takes a little bit of time getting used to but i think once you get the hang of like navigating around the city it's really easy what um was the fashion like there for you because for me i love kind of observing Mm. it's one of my favorite places to shoot and Mm. it's you have such a variety of styles to kind of look at and it's amazing and how Mm. much detail goes into each person's style is just i love Mm. how does that kind of how did it work for you when you observed it all um i think for me it was just really the best part about japan was seeing how sort of vintage came alive Mm. Um, so that was like a really big sort of bonus for me. I would like spend my weekends just like thrift shopping with friends um, and eating curry. But um, <laughs> nice. yeah, <laughs> it, I think just like, yeah, how sort of preserving fashion and like not letting things go to waste is just so important. And yeah, I think it's quite evident there. Is I didn't realize, yeah. like, let me put it into perspective. Yeah, they are really big on kind of the whole vintage clothes Mm. and just kind of recycling clothes there yeah i think it's because fashion culture there is just so fast and Mm. so quick and i think everyone sort of wants to be on trend but then also that means a lot of waste as well so even like if you go thrifting the clothes aren't that old and they're still in really good uh condition as well so yeah. Did you pick up any nice gems? Oh my god, I, I think uh, I shipped back about like 12 kilos of just You're jackets kidding. and vintage coats. Oh and my god, jeans. really? It was insane. It was too much. I spent about like $200 on shipping back to Australia. Oh my god, that's exciting in a lot of ways because that sounds like a good collection yeah, of clothes. It was, yeah, I think, yeah, and I bought so many shoes and yeah, it was amazing. How would you describe your personal style? What's it all about? My personal style? I think functional, something that's very comfortable. Um, What am I wearing right now? So I'm wearing women's wear. So this is a label by um, a blogger. Her name's Lauren Yates, and she's based in Thailand. And basically her clothes are inspired by heritage workwear and she makes clothes specifically for women um so it's just really functional and something that's very simple and i like kind of dressing more to like masculine yeah, yeah. side yeah. what's the brand called women's wear it's called women's wear yeah so right, it's like right. w apostrophe m-e-n-s-w-e-a-r yeah it's completely redefining women's wear yeah, exactly. <laughs> i love that because it is yeah. it's such a, like i would 100 percent wear all of that yeah right so it's really fun so like this dress is made from like this uh it's called kadi fabric and it's kadi. Uh, yeah it's hand woven in india and then this it looks like a linen almost yeah it's yeah. like really soft and yeah and then this is a so like a silk bandana like it was silk screened um, yeah, and I'm just wearing like a Japanese indigo denim jacket. 
Do you like to accessorize? I see pins there. Yeah, so I have this pin. So this is from my favorite curry shop in Tokyo. <laughs> yeah. What's the curry shop called? Uh, it's called Pony Pirika in Shimokita. And yeah, it's one of the best places to go for soup curry.、Um, I just went there so often. They gave me a pack. I was gonna say, like, just a curry <laughs> shop, and it has the most amazing little yeah, pin that you could have. It's so cute, yeah. So、it. there's like eight sort of spice levels for curry, and I always order two because it's like not that spicy, but yes, it's done a little too on the side. So、thing. cute. <laughs> and you're wearing an Armani Exchange yes, watch、I'm、as well? Yes, I'm also wearing an Armani Exchange watch with a blue leather strap. You, it pairs perfectly with what you're wearing. Yeah, with the denim jacket. Yes, I think so. Quite nice colors. <laughs> what is it exactly you're looking for when you are going out shopping? What is kind of, is this kind of the look that is kind of you're gravitated towards? Yeah, yeah. I definitely think so.、Um, Has your style always kind of been in this way, or like when was it that it kind of started to evolve a bit more? No, I used to like dress really trash. <laughs>、uh, <laughs> What's trash? Um, just like fast fashion and like、right. always wanting to like be on trend, and I just realized that I was just. Spending so much money on clothes that I was actually gonna chuck out next season, yeah, yeah. and it just. I think got... we're all guilty of that a little bit, aren't we?、So. Yeah. So now I've just decided to like invest like money into like really good pieces that will last me a really long time. What What inspired that? Do you think? Um, I don't know. Actually, I think. Probably like being in Japan and、mm. like seeing vintage and like just the whole sort of culture of thrifting in Japan definitely has sort of like inspired me to like want to keep preserving like my own clothes、mm. and yeah I think like the more you wear your clothes the more story it has to tell and I think that's just like the best thing about wearing clothes just、yeah. sort of like the story behind it.、Well, I think you've captured that well in. The, some of the articles you've written in the magazine, even those、yeah. people that you profile,、yeah. I find inspiring to kind of see what their style is all about and how they kind of、mm. curate their collections and、mm. whatnot. What, what was one of your favorite stories that you wrote about?、Um, so、myth? definitely for the last issue, I interviewed W. David Marks. David Marks,、yes. yeah,、um, he's really cool. Do you want I, to explain who he is a little bit for yeah, people who、so、haven't read the magazine? Um, the author of this book called Ametora: How Japan Saved American Style, and it's this amazing book on sort of like the history of Japanese fashion, and it's kind of not really like、uh, it's kind of going into like the sociology of fashion and how it ties with identity and. Yeah, it, it's a really interesting read. I highly recommend it.、Um, it's such a nice conversation that you guys had. The flow of it was so beautiful. Yes, it was. So like, you guys really talked about some great topics in there that I don't think is necessarily yeah, vocalized、definitely. that much. You know,、um, I think just sort of like the history behind of it all was sort of what、um, inspires me to sort of like dress like this.、Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that. Like having that conversation with him was really sort of like opened my eyes to fashion a little、mm-hmm. bit more. Yeah. Is that kind of something that you, as a like a journalist, and kind of going more into journalism now, is that type the type of stories you kind of want to get into, or is there something else that kind of fancy that you fancy to kind of write about? I don't know really. I mean. Looking back on like the past three years of my journalism degree, I've kind of 
I don't know. I've experimented like a little bit here and there. So like I used to like host a radio show. Really? Yeah, I that. Know was, that. Um, on business and finance. <laughs> really? Like a radio, like a school radio. Station yeah, it was like thing. a community yeah. radio show, and it was just so hard because I'm terrible with my money and it was like I was giving people <laughs> advice on like money so that was really horrible um and I'm then, guilty of that <laughs> and then I was writing a little bit of online stuff for the ABC um just on health and science and like I have no background in science so that was um <laughs> also fun you had to do your research yeah a lot of research just like researching academic papers and stuff so um but yeah no I think I finally kind of like found my found my sort of you know my thing with MIT um and I kind of like really like talking about design and kind of more about like sociology and mm. culture and like if there's a little bit of history thrown in there as well like I love I, it I, and I see that in your work and that's been kind of since issue five there are those topics kind of all interwoven in kind of your features and done in a consistent and very detailed telling way and that's what I love about your writing is that you. you make it feel like you're kind of there with the person and you kind of you really paint a great picture of the person in the environment which is fantastic Aww, thank you yeah <laughs> no, it's also know. definitely helped to like my photographer Ansel Wakamatsu who's also a really great writer but just like being with him and sort of like after each interview just talking about how it went and just sort of reflecting on the experience of it all I think is like always really fun and helpful so. it's always gonna have a, like yeah. a creative partner yeah nice to play well you can read Amy's latest story in myth issue 10 which is available now um so how you are back in Sydney how does it feel like being in Sydney <laughs> you I crossed your eyes there so, <laughs> so depressed to be back <laughs> in Sydney why depressed oh uh, I just feel like um like geographically speaking we're so far away from everything and it just i mean we are on like an island <laughs> a massive island <laughs> and i don't know nothing that exciting really ever happens in sydney it's very commercial and yeah but i guess that's sort of like the fun of it all it's, you have to kind of dig a little bit deeper to find all the gems mm. and like the people to speak to as well um, but yeah, I definitely say that Sydney is like the complete opposite from Tokyo. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> I, could, I mean, I personally have a lot of good things, experiences in Sydney, but I see kind of the limitations sometimes when you can compare it to bigger cities. Definitely. Where there's yeah. just lack of resources and mm. lack of um, just maybe kind of things to find that you're interested in. You have mm. to dig deeper, as you said, to kind of find those things. Yeah, so I definitely think Melbourne might be the place to be because yeah. I think it's just, it just has such a rich, thriving like arts and culture scene there. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, yeah, Sydney's fine. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think you'd consider moving to Melbourne? Oh, yes, oh my God, I can't wait to move. <laughs> Do you think you will? So you will? I think you're I planning, will. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. I think it's definitely also another place where I kind of thought, I would love to be and I, I'm not writing off the cards but it's like I don't know it's great being in Sydney but yeah Melbourne has a different touch to it it reminds me a lot of um Toronto where I'm mm. from and just kind of being a little bit more of an urban city yeah to Sydney. I definitely think so I think if you're in Sydney Sydney is good if you kind of want that like work life balance <laughs> 
I can't. Just so overrated. <laughs> you don't need that work-life balance. No, no, not at all. <laughs> but it's like close to beaches and stuff. It's relaxed. It's cool. It's beautiful. But it's so pretentious. Yeah. And, well, that's the thing. It's, I think that's um, being in an environment where it's, everything looks pretty and even the people <laughs> it becomes a bit like, yeah, okay. Like yeah. You, you're not trying anymore. We're in somewhere like Melbourne, which is beautiful in its culture mm. more so than its visual. But mind you, I love the way Melbourne looks, mm. but it's not necessarily um, the kind of that, that supermodel that Sydney is, I guess, yeah. if you compare it to people, <laughs> you know, They're, Melbourne's more of that arts, cool yes. bad boy rebel yeah. where sydney is that avocado toast <laughs> avocado fat white <laughs> tall blonde <laughs> popular girl and That's yeah <laughs> muscly with abs and yeah. yeah and you have to kind of dig deep to yeah find actual humanity behind it yeah. i can see that i can see that <sighs> i hear you <laughs> yeah. so what do you think while you're here, what mm. kind of makes you happy in being in Sydney? What are those little things um, that I think definitely being with family yeah. again. Um, you grew up in Sydney. Yeah, I grew yeah. up in Sydney. So all my family like left, uh, fled the Vietnam, fled from the Vietnam War, and um, so all my uncles and aunties and my mum, they're all refugees. Um, so yeah, I feel like back in Sydney, I feel like it's where I belong and just being with friends and family again is what I love most but at the same time I can't wait to get out what was it like growing up with your parents were they strict parents were they kind of easygoing oh, definitely strict yeah um, what do they do what were their backgrounds um so my dad was working in IT uh, at Energy Australia and my mom is a dressmaker so she works in like bridal couture, bridal couture. Amazing. Um, cool. yeah so they've been doing that for a really long time now but yeah uh, when they came to Australia both my parents were working like three jobs and just sort of like juggling everything and sort of raising a family as well yeah have you ever have they given you any kind of point piece of advice that's kind of stuck with you in growing up? I... Uh, Can you look at it that way? Yeah, because you're very young and it's like, it's you're probably still amongst it of like, I just want to get away from yeah. my parents. <laughs> I was just about to say that. I actually don't have a very interesting answer for that question, unfortunately. But I think with after a couple of years of life experience, I'd probably be able to get back to you. On you know why? I think something that is, something that's been automatically instilled in me was the same similar story to yours that my parents worked really hard and worked multiple yeah. jobs and all that stuff mm -hmm. and kind of that does rub off on you seeing it the way really they work does. and it's like yeah. it's it's just built into your dna now because mm -hmm. when you see kind of the struggle and the hard work that yes, they go and through like the sacrifice the sacrifice yeah and that's going to stick with you as well yeah. in the way your work ethic is and kind yeah. of the way you go about life so i was just thinking about that on the bus this morning just sort of like um so sort of like my parents priorities were just like surviving and like mm. making it through the day but then like here i am just like contemplating the meaning of like my existence watching <laughs> netflix and i don't know it's just like our priorities are just worlds apart and i i like i admire that about my parents but i feel like i can never really fully comprehend their yeah. experience right it'll yeah. come i think yeah i mean i'm only 
32, turning 33 soon. Um, and I feel like it's only been in the last few years that I appreciate more and more kind of what my parents have yeah. gone through and what they, and also kind of learning that they're, they're people. When you take <laughs> away the, the parents kind of term and like, you know, my mom was my age or younger when she had me. And it's like, I can't even imagine yeah, having a child right now. And it's like, it's crazy to kind of put them into the human category <laughs> and not just the parent category. And it's like, wow, like that's how they lived when they were my age. And mm. I think as you get older and older, you could kind of compare a bit more mm. and then kind of yeah, assess it all out a bit. You know? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> parents. <laughs> what does it feel like to be you right now? What's going on in your head? Um, so I think after getting back from Japan and being in Sydney, I feel very lethargic and <laughs> lazy. <laughs> um, but I think it's just sort of about facing adulthood and yeah, right. kind of like easing into sort of that next stage of my life. And it, I don't know, I feel like paralyzed by this fear because a lot of my friends in my cohort have already graduated and have full-time jobs, but I feel like I'm permanently like six months behind them. Yeah. Um, so I think that's kind of like what's going through my head at the moment, just sort of like the idea of like being left behind and like having to catch up um, is, yeah. Stressful time, Stressful I'm sure. And not fun, right. yeah. Well, we do have some projects we're working on together that yeah, in the future. That... It's really exciting. Yes. Um, so I am looking forward to that. And I have a lot of ideas just bubbling away. So yeah. that's happening too. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll be coming out uh, in the new year. Um, yes. So I'll announce something later on. <laughs> it's a very exciting project that I think... Mm. Um, a little preview of it is right now kind of happening. Yeah, so. sorry to like steamroll you. No, like, no, no. I want to do good. this. No, it's good. That's the thing. It's, you know, I'm primarily work by myself and mm. w along with others in creating the magazine. But from the studio point of view, I'm here by myself. Mm -hmm. So when I can collaborate even more with my contributors and mm -hmm. kind of keep creating i find that so fun and exciting and it's it pushes me a lot more you pushed me yeah i'm so it's sorry like, no no it's a good push and it's like i'm excited for that because that's kind of the down one of the downsides of working by yourself and for yourself mm. it's like you don't necessarily have those times where you can kind of shoot around ideas yeah and then yeah bounce, make, ideas. bounce ideas off yeah. each other and kind of just actually evolve something and mm. go into a different direction with things so yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. That's going to be good. Thanks. <laughs> right, thanks for coming in, Amy. I appreciate it. Thank you, Giuseppe, um, for having me. No, please. Thank you. And um, you could read Amy's latest work again in issue 10 of Knit and all the way back to 5, but I think only 8 and 9 are available. <laughs> back issues, everything sold out. Um, all right, thank you. Thank Talk you. Thanks for listening, guys. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Portrait Session. Feel free to leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you did enjoy it, which will help other people discover the show. Have a great day, and thanks again for your support.